Let's talk RAGBRAI, shall we? It is just, and I know I'm going to freak Linda Dukes-Franey, our special guest this morning here to talk about it. I'm going to freak her out, but a little over two months to go. I said, don't say that. I told you not to say that. I know. <laughs> I, I immediately had to break that, though. It is. It's fast. It's going to be here before we know it. It is. It seems like we just announced and that it felt like we had a lot of time, but um, it's getting down to it. So things are coming mm-hmm. together very well, and... I appreciate that we get to have these discussions because there's still a lot of questions out there about different areas and what it takes to make Reg Bryce successful and throw this great party for our guests that are coming on July 24th. So, 20,000 um, of our favorite people. They're coming and we're excited <laughs> and we wanted to make it the best we can make it. And we got to feed them all and we got we to provide gotta all that stuff. And, and, and financially, we're going to talk a little bit about that. But let's talk about the food aspect, first yes. of all, because that's the one thing that little towns struggle with. That's why they love coming to towns the size of Carroll. It has the ability to feed the number of people that are coming. Absolutely. One thing I'm very grateful for is RegBright gives us a nice big giant guideline booklet of how to organize and, and start this process. So one of the areas that I am directly in charge of or working with the team with is the food and vendors area. And so, you know, really it starts from the very beginning. We, you know, we had to set forth a city ordinance before we started the process. And really the purpose of the ordinance is to set resolutions regarding guidelines for vending, street closures, areas of entertainment, and how to keep everything safe. I mean, mm-hmm. our number one priority is safety. So safety on the road, safety with the food, safety for everyone that's going to be here. So we did pass the city ordinances that then allow us to help people find their way through the process of providing vending, food and non-food vending items. So that's where we started. Um and we get a lot of questions, honestly, about what is a vendor. So, you know, I and guess... not everybody can just throw something out there and start no, feeding people. Everybody wants to, which is great, but there's just a, a process to make it official because there's a lot of licenses and guidelines to being able to support providing the food for the individuals that are coming. So one thing is, again, the safety. So if you follow the process and getting your, your licenses and your food in order, then we can ensure that all the people that are going to be taking food from your stand can be sure that it's it's safe and it's they, we know where it came from. And you're going to have to go through the process. You're going to have to pay some, some fees for this because you're going to have to be inspected. All that goes along with it. Absolutely. Good rule of thumb in terms of a normal day in your community. So a normal day in your community, if you are already serving food and you are already an establishment, then you would operate business as normal that day. But if you are like, John, I'll give an example, the radio station. Radio station does not operate food on a normal everyday basis. But if they wanted to offer hot dogs and hamburgers out front in the parking lot that day and put up a tent, then they'd have to follow the process of getting the vendor license so that we could, you know, make sure, A, the riders know they're here. We want to make sure we shuffle the riders to the vendors that are official vendors and that you've done all the things that you need to do to make sure that your stand is inspected and that your food is coming from a safe place and that you're serving it in a safe way. Churches are great places to go and and gymnasiums are great to go. They can feed a lot of people. But again, they need to follow those procedures and get the licenses. So where do they go to get the forms to start this process? There's two places they can go right now, carolregbright.com. And there's a vendor section there. So there's an application there. And you can also go to Carol Ragbri Facebook. And I would say if anybody can't do either one of those things, they could contact me and I could print them out 
a vendor list and get it to them, mail it to them or drop it off if you're local. Once again, carolragbride.com. Yes. That is the place you want to go. Yeah. There's a lot more that we want to dive into, but we're kind of running out of time here this morning. We're going to do a little extended interview here coming up in a moment, and we'll put that out on our Facebook and website and all that stuff. So we'll get all that information available. So Linda Dukes-Franey, once again, joining us here this morning and talking about Ragbride coming to town in July. We'll have a lot more on this in the the weeks ahead. So stay right here with 1380 AM, 95.1 FM, KCIM.